There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. It's me. Good morning. Yeah. Afternoon, evening, yeah. wherever you are in yeah. your day. Hello. Good to see you. You look great. <laughs> Did you do something with your hair? <laughs> Love that shirt slash dress. We need like a soundboard to be like, oh man, I really love that tie. <laughs> Just like, put Did you get whatever. your haircut? <laughs> How do we break into that medium of like choose your own adventure? podcast oh that would be fun yeah it would be annoying i don't know if it'd be like <laughs> for this option skip ahead to four minutes and 32 seconds it would have to be like a website yeah where you click on stuff that's true or an app i guess yeah i tried to write a choose your own adventure book one time yeah it's hard yeah i don't yeah i wouldn't have any idea of how to make that happen no me either it Good was job, rl stein yeah it was really difficult I guess you just write each plot line and then yeah, mix it up. And how do you decide how to make the layout? Like, how do you decide which where things go in the book? Like, yeah, so I, I mean, know. like writing it is hard, but I feel like editing it would be harder. even harder. Yeah, and getting it to print, but it's not really something that you think about until you try and do it. Do it. Yeah, it's just like, oh man, how do I even? How do I? <laughs> Those were always hard for me as a kid because I was like, I need. I need to know everything. Yeah. How do I, I know? Yeah. I need the best option. Yeah. But I also want to know all the options. Like, yeah. I don't want to feel like I have left pages unread ah, yeah. in this book. Mm-hmm. I only have one. I used to have more as a child, but I only have one now. And it's the uh, one where they go to the carnival. There's like a big alligator on the front. Oh, I don't remember. I have a few at home that I just like got at a Goodwill. Yeah. I reread one of them and I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great it but was I like mean, creepy when you were a child that dude was cranking them out too though truly like 10 a month <laughs> yeah i read a book once that he wrote for adults yeah it was like the first novel that he had written for adults you told me about it and that it was really gross yeah yeah it was pretty good up until the end and then it just kind of fell apart and yeah. i was like oh okay. he pulled a stephen king for sure yeah yeah, or he was like, well, I don't know what to do if I have to pick one ending. I need to have eight <laughs> endings. Yeah. How can I only choose one? <laughs> but that was pretty wild. I remember reading one where it was like kind of Christmas themed. Okay. And one of the endings was that like a bunch of teddy bears went into your room and punched you to death. <laughs> wow. Because like they're like soft little fists like liquefied your internal organs but oh. like didn't leave any bruises on that or something like wild like that i might be like entirely making that up yeah that's a dream you had yeah (laughs) just a bunch of teddy bears just like punch this guy weird until he dies well i mean the reader ah yes because you're like oh no i'm being punched to death by teddy bears or some shit (laughs) 
I feel like I don't know why people struggle with endings in horror. Like, just let everybody die. <laughs> That's the best ending. Well, you gotta have like the survivor. No. Otherwise, you run the risk of being the ruins. And spoiler alert: I was the gonna people say, who read the book are just like, well, this is gonna weigh heavily on my mind for the next forever. Right, but that's why that book is so good. I wasn't going to say the title of the book just <laughs> in case anybody hasn't read it. I know it's been out for a long time, but you the can best bleep it out. Yeah, the best thing about the end of that book is that it everybody dies. Yeah, and that's not, not only, what happens in the movie, and that's why part of why the movie was so bad. Not only does everybody die, but then they're like, and then five more people are on their way, and you're yes. like, they're all going to die too. Yeah. Just feel like the authors just go really far out of their way to let people survive. And it's like, just kill them. Yeah. 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 I read a book recently that there was one survivor and I was like, why? Why? (laughs) So it's it's so you can have a sequel. I guess. For the the final girl. I I guess. Anyway, this is not a horror movie podcast, although sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. Well, it is Merge Sadness and I feel it's appropriate to talk about everybody should die. That's true. (laughs) But I'm Meat Wedge. And I'm Bucket Snake. Uh, this is Replay Rewind. It's actually a podcast about kids' movies where we take a movie that we haven't seen in forever that we watched when we were kids and we try to remember everything about it. And then we go watch it and then we come back and tell you what actually happened. And then we give you some fun trivia about it. And yep. this is week two of March Sadness. Yeah. <laughs> we just tried to pick the saddest movies that we could think of. And we're doing them chronologically, so now we're in the 70s. Yeah. And I have a question for you. Ask me a question. Have you ever had to, like, up and move suddenly? Up and went? Up and went. Are you in an OFT? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Tell me Once, about it. yeah. Um, our apartment that I lived in had bed bugs. Oh, gross. Yeah, and it was a really long time ago. Uh, God. Probably, like... 12 years ago or more yeah yeah time is hard mm. but it was back before bed bugs came back okay because they were thought to be like eradicated in the u.s yeah and then they started to come back and so when we got them in our apartment they didn't know how to treat them oh and they kept like bombing our house our apartment but not the people around us well, that's just common sense that yeah. the bugs will leave and then come back. Like, right. that's just dumb. I don't care what kind of bug it is. I know. <laughs> like, use your brain. So they did that a couple times and it just kept happening. So we were like, we're just going to get rid of everything we own and move, which is what we did. Fun. Yeah, I guess. No. It was stressful. Yeah. We no, did none get to of, th- no part of that is fun. We did get to throw our couch off a balcony, though. That is kind of cool. Yeah. It was just frustrating and, like, it felt like we got blamed. Yeah for causing the problem when we were just the people who reported it and right. it could have been our fault my roommate and i both worked at plato's closet which is you know oh, secondhand clothes yeah so. but still still like it's just a thing that happens to people and like they should have bombed the whole building yeah or just don't have carpet well <laughs> i feel like that would go a long way to help with yeah, bugs maybe so but that was uh really upsetting and terrible and i hated it yeah that doesn't sound fun at all it wasn't have you ever had to up and go? No. Actually, one time I had the exact opposite thing happen to me where I was living with a dude and then he and I 
got an apartment with my brother Mm. but the timing was so that our leases didn't line up yeah and the lease at the place with my brother was two months before our lease at the old apartment was Uh, out yeah so i had two apartments for two months because they were like you know the lease breaking fee is two months rent yeah well i might as well just keep both places have an up yeah instead of like instead of moving suddenly and like breaking that lease and it it's the same amount of money i might as well just have so i moved slowly over the course of two months which i don't recommend at all i can one up you on that oh yeah yeah i had three apartments once wow yeah big money no (laughs) it was not a good time yeah but it was i was subleasing from a friend in lexington but also had an apartment in Frankfurt mm. and then got my own actual apartment in Lexington. And the timing was just like, there was a week where yeah. I could have gone to any of the three. Yeah. Cause I, I was trying to move myself back up here. Right. And so I got a job here, but I, my other job was still in Frankfurt. So I was like staying here sometimes staying in Frankfurt sometimes. Yeah. And then I finally got my own, but it was a, a mess that's a mess yeah yeah it's not you would think like oh it'll be so like leisurely where i'll take the two months to like move no it, it just meant that i was con- like i was moving things for two months and then and you would be like better oh where is my thing yeah. where's the thing that i need oh it's at the other house right it was just better to it's better to do it like, all at once day. yeah just pack your shit and go yeah do not take your time packing yes sure yes but but yeah yeah it was so silly i mean the only like nice thing was i didn't have to have as many boxes because i could like unpack a box and then take it and fill it up again or whatever but like no it was dumb (laughs) and i hated it one box at a time yeah one shoe box at a time it was (laughs) right (laughs) sometimes it's just one item yeah it was funny though to just be like oh it's in my other apartment (laughs) i have two apartments um that was very silly but yeah no the, never, i don't think i've ever had to be like oh we gotta go it's the apartment that i did have to suddenly move out of because of the bed bugs yeah didn't have bed bugs when we moved in of course but we moved into it from another apartment within the same complex yeah so uh, we would just like set stuff on my car and just like <laughs> like just slowly, slowly yeah move it over across the parking lot That's so funny yeah yeah it's like we're just going over there yeah that was fun hell yeah and I never want to move again. No, I'm no one more time maybe. <sighs> I think. Yeah, probably. But not a lot. Not the no. way I used to, where I used to move every year or yeah. every six months. Yeah, same. Yeah, Until you and I out. were roommates, I had moved at least once a year. Yeah, same. Yeah, that was the first place that I had re-upped on a lease yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. Me and too. Then we lived there, or I lived there for five years. Yeah, and I lived there for four. Yeah, and now I've been in this house for three years, which is wild. Dang, I know. I guess this is growing up. Uh, we're old and sedentary. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Anyway, why are we talking about moving? Well, because like I said, it's the 70s now. It's and, the 70s. <laughs> yep. And we're talking about Watership Down. Yes. And from what I heard, I know it's about rabbits. Yeah. And they have to kind of up and move suddenly. Yeah. Um. I used to work with this girl who showed this movie to her nephew. Bad plan. Because she was like, it's a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't know. She had never spoken to Don Bluth. Yeah. This which, is not a Don Bluth movie, but. No. But I was like, I've not seen this movie or read the book, but I know it's not yeah. for children. Yeah. I mean, it was 
Yeah, it's the cartoon, so everybody's like, oh, it's for kids. It's about r- rabbits and their cartoons. Right. It's cute little furry animals. Like, no, no. This no. This is not Beatrix Potter. This is a movie about war. Bunnicula. And murder. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't, I read the book. I haven't seen the movie, and I can't remember all the details because I read it in high school. I remember really liking it, and yeah. I still have the book. Yeah. Because I, I, and I don't have as many books as I used to because I've moved so much. Right. But and I've kept it because I just have fond memories and really yeah. like it. Um, but all I can really remember is, yeah, there's a rabbit who thinks that they all need to move suddenly because mm-hmm. something bad is going to happen. And so a bunch of them have to move quickly. Watership Down is where they live. Okay. That's what the name comes from. Uh-huh. Because I think it's British. Yeah. Sounds like a British sure. name for a place. It does. Yeah. It's a weird name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It uh, sounds depressing. I wouldn't want to live somewhere where it'd be like, oh, you mean a ship sank? Right. Yeah. No, it's. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I just know that there's a lot of turmoil. There's death. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are other like rabbits, like opposing rabbits that yeah, they fight with. like warring factions of rabbit yeah yeah i read a like i read something about it mm-hmm. recently yeah because it's talking about how throughout the book like they speak their own language and mm-hmm. throughout the book it'll be like this word means this and this word means this yeah and when you get to the end there's like a phrase that they don't translate but because you've learned all the words up until that point you can translate it yourself and he basically says eat shit and die hell yeah to these like yeah other rabbits or whatever so that's all i really know about it but it's also when he's just like oh if i if i die right here my body will be in the way and it will give other people a chance to run away and so yeah. he like makes his stand there so that his corpse will be an inconvenience that's all i want <laughs> for my own death just want to inconvenience someone yeah yeah that's that sounds right i remember so. it being upsetting uh-huh and it's not the book is it's not that it's like a children's book at all right but like i said i think i, I read it in high school it's kind of like animal farm in a way of like yeah it can be for young adults too to learn a lesson, I I'm guess. Curious what it's rated. We didn't even really. I didn't look at that before. I didn't either. It's rated. I don't know the seventies. <laughs> yeah, it was before PG or R. PG thirteen, right? So <laughs> yeah. my or guess is G, because cartoon violence didn't count then. Yeah, it's PG, but maybe should be thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. So who knows? Um, but yeah, it should be interesting yeah john hurt is in it which is oh yeah a name that i know i know what his face looks like yeah who's this guy i can't remember what i remember him from neither elephant man but i can picture oh face. he's in harry potter he's in v for vendetta too he's like yeah. the bad guy in yeah v yeah for yeah vendetta. that's who it is mm-hmm. yeah 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 all right well neat this should be a delight there's fuzzy little animals it's a cartoon. It'll be cute. All right, well, uh, let's go check it out. All right, hippity hoppity. <laughs> Thank you. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That was a fucking tense movie. It was. The whole thing was pretty tense, but especially the first, like, half. I was on edge. I know. And there were a couple scenes that I was like, this would be funny if I weren't so nervous. I know, yeah. But it was tense. Yeah, it's a nail biter. Yeah. It's really good, though. I really, really liked it. I did, too. And it made me want to read the book again, because obviously you can't fit every detail into a movie. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know all of it. Yeah. I've never read the book, but I would like to. Yeah, I think I still have it. Anyway, the IMDb says, Hoping to escape destruction by human developers and save their community, a colony of rabbits led by Hazel and Fiverr seek out a safe place to set up a new warren. Yeah. Yes, and it starts out in the best way. Yeah. With an animated creation story. And the animation style is super cool. It is very cool. It's very cute and very, like... I don't know. There's a lot of lines. It's cute, but it's also serious. Mm-hmm. And it also, their god is the sun. Yeah. And he, yeah, it's like a big orange ball, but he has a bunch of red lines on him that almost look like a face. Mm-hmm. That almost look like he has like a bunch of eyes, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like this weird, almost like tribal designs on yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's just really neat. It's cool. But yeah. all the animals have like silly little smiling faces on them too yeah yeah it's just super cute and they're kind of reminiscent of the way a creature looks but they also kind of don't look like a creature yeah they look the way a kid might draw like a creature really simplified but i don't know it's very cute yeah so we learned that frith made the stars and all of the creatures Mm -hmm. who lived among the stars and they were all equal and the same and friends and they all ate grass yeah and we meet El Ahrara, mm. who is the prince of rabbits. Yes. And they all, they're all just hanging out. But then the rabbits get to be too many rabbits, as rabbits are wont to do. Yeah. And all the other animals are kind of like, hey, you guys are eating all the grass. Yeah, if you could quit fucking. Too many of you. And quit eating all the grass. Yeah, you're taking up too much food. And so Frith comes down and is like, hey, stop. Yeah. And El Ahrara is like, mm, No. He really is just like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. He says, I'm the most powerful being of all and you cannot stop me. Yeah. And Frith is like, do you want to fucking bet? <laughs> I made you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, all right, then we'll do it my way. And he takes the other animals who are, you know, docile and samey mm-hmm. and makes them all different. And a lot of them are 
predators for yeah. rabbits. He makes the dog and the cat and the fox and the weasel and the hawk. And they all want to eat the rabbits. Yep. And they do. They show like a field full of these cutesy animated rabbits. And then all the animals come along and one by one pick them off. Mm-hmm. And they just like get little X for X's for eyes and like fall down basically. Yeah. It takes the red. rabbits a while to figure out that they're being hunted because I guess it wasn't a concept before. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wait, I thought you eat ground. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not a blade of grass. Yep. <laughs> but so Frith comes to El Ahara and says, I want to give you a gift as well. But he starts just digging a hole because he's like trying to avoid him. He's like, oh, no, I made him mad. Yeah. And he's like, no, I want to give you a gift. And he's like, I don't know you. And I've never heard of that guy. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm and busy. Like, I'm digging a hole. Yeah. If you want to bless me, you're going to have to bless my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Frith is like, so he's okay. Just, okay. Yeah. So he did. He gave him a fluffy white tail and really strong, powerful back legs. Mm-hmm. And he got bigger ears. Yeah. And he just became really fast. Yeah. And strong, and he became the prince with a thousand enemies. Yeah, and Frith says, everything in the world will want to kill you, but, and if they catch you, they will kill you, but they have to catch you first, digger, listener, you know, runner. Runner. It's just really cute. And he's like, I have given you all of these tools to get away, so as long as you get away, you'll be fine. Right. And then we get some lovely scenery in the opening credits, Mm -hmm. and we learn that the main song was written by Art Garfunkel, which is tight. Love that dude. I really enjoyed this, too, because it is a different production company and just, mm-hmm. like, different from, I think, any other group that we've yeah, seen before. was, as far as I could tell, it wasn't released in the United States. This is just a British movie yeah. for British people. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's just really cool because it's like, well, it's not a Disney movie. Yeah. It's completely it's not attached from anything that we've Don done. Bluth production Mm -hmm. yeah it just was neat to be like oh yeah other people make cartoons too (laughs) yeah right yeah so then we hear some voices talking and we're like going over this field and then there's just like a rabbit eyeball out Mm -hmm. of nowhere which it's cool too because the beginning like you said is very like cartoony and tribal and then this is very like watercolor real looking yeah and so the juxtaposition of Mm -hmm. like uh yeah creation myth to like this is real life now Mm -hmm. And then we see a rabbit hiding out in the bushes. We hear some men talking and then they drive away. And once they do, the rabbit creeps out and he tells another rabbit named Fiverr that the coast is clear. Mm-hmm. And Fiverr is saying, something is wrong. It smells bad. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. It just smells scary mm-hmm. and wrong. Yeah. Something is bad here. Mm-hmm. And he... Is kind of like walking around in this little like meadow area, just looking nervous. And he finds a colt's foot plant and signals to the other rabbit and they're about to start munching on it. But then some big fucking mean rabbits come over and they're like, um, we're Ausla. Mm-hmm. So we're going to eat this. Yeah. You know, that's the rules. Yeah. And the one rabbit, yeah, tries to stand up for Fiverr. He says, you know, Fiverr found it. Mm-hmm. But they're like, well, too bad. We're going to eat it. Yep. So then we learn that the other rabbit's name is Hazel. Yeah. So they take off and they're looking around because Fiverr smells something and he finds a smoldering cigarette Mm -hmm. and there's a big wooden sign like in the ground. Yeah. And he says, this is where the bad feeling is coming from. Yeah. 
And then he looks out over this field and he's like, Hazel, look at the field. And Hazel's like, it looks fine. But when Fiverr looks at it, it just starts becoming covered in blood. The yeah. blood is just like pouring out of the woods and Fiverr is like freaking out. Fiverr seems very nervous throughout this whole movie, but especially in this scene, he's just like, uh, this is bad. Yeah. And the trees like grow and change and Fiverr's just like, we have to get out of here. We have to move the whole warren. Everybody has to get up and get away. And Hazel's like, that. I mean, we can go tell the chief, but I don't think he's going to want to do that. That's yeah. a big production, and you don't yeah. have any proof. Yeah, and we're all here, and we've been here, and this is our warren, and you know, yeah. we've dug these burrows, and this is our home. We can't just leave. Yep. But he's like, you know what? Let's go tell him. Yes. So they do, and as they're going, Fiverr's just like, something bad is going to happen, yeah. just telling every rabbit that he sees, like, something bad is coming. And they're like, oh, shit, what is it? <laughs> so Hazel is taking Fiverr to see the chief. They have to first get through Bigwig, who is a <laughs> rabbit with a toupee. Yes. <laughs> really, he has just his little, like, dark brown mop of hair. I'm yeah. like, this rabbit has bangs. Yeah, he does. It just looks like somebody just set a little tiny toupee <laughs> between his ears, which I think it's funny because a lot of these rabbits do look very similar. Sure. They're all rabbits. Yeah. But a lot of them do have markers like that, so you can tell which one is which. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they go to talk to Bigwig and... Another rabbit named mm-hmm. Holly yeah. tells them to go away. Hazel says, Bigwig, I've never asked you for this, you know, just just this one time. Mm-hmm. Like, help me out. Yeah. So he does. Yes. And we learn on the way that Hazel and Fiverr are brothers, which yes. is cute. Yeah, because the chief says, oh, Hazel, I knew your mother. Mm-hmm. He calls him Walnut. And he's like, well, it's Hazel, but yeah, thanks. And he's like, I knew your mother well, which makes me think, is he your dad? Yeah. But... Yeah, he says, I knew your mother well. Who is your friend? And he says, oh, that's actually my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we see the rabbits that like Fiverr yelled at on their way are like kind of crowding at the hole. Yeah, the they're door. listening. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, what's, what's going on down there? But Fiverr, you know, explains a bad danger is coming. And the chief's like, well, OK, thanks for telling me. What is it? And Fiverr's like, well, I don't like no yeah (laughs) exactly it just is bad we should leave but the chief is hesitant you know he's like where are we gonna go again yeah that's a huge production moving all these rabbits finding a new home also it's digging mating season yeah right smack dab in the middle hell no we're not doing it yeah he's like listen let's think about it let's come back to this we'll put a pin in it Mm -hmm. we'll come back at the end of summer we'll see yeah what we can do yeah but Hazel stands up for Fiverr and he's like, you know, he's had these visions and thoughts before and he's always been right. So mm-hmm. we should probably listen to him. And, and the then, chief does say, yeah, I'll yeah. think about it. But I don't think he's going to think about it. No, because when they once they leave, the chief yells at Bigwig and is like, you're supposed to keep these mm-hmm. insane rabbits away from me. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> your job. Yeah. Then we meet another rabbit named Blackberry, which yeah. I was like, even at this point, I was like, I love that these are all boy rabbits and they have like feminine names like Blackberry and Holly and Hazel because those are just things that rabbits love. Yeah. It's not about. They're just stuff. Yeah. And stuff isn't gendered. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, what do you like? I'm particularly fond of Blackberries. Great. Done. Named. Well, Blackberry also has some black Mm -hmm. in his mask. Yeah. His face. I just thought it was cute. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you look at the list and you're like, what a bunch of lady rabbits. But no, (laughs) they're big, strong, tough boy rabbits i wonder if fiverr was like the fifth one born he was oh yeah did they say that no i i read about it oh okay i was like did i know that (laughs) it's actually cute because like in the book the rabbits don't really have a concept of five because they only have four fingers so they i mean they have the concept of five but they're basically like one two three four 
a lot. Oh, Anything yeah. five or more is just like, I'm, there's just a lot of them. I can't count that high because I don't have that many fingers. Yeah, that's fair. So Fiverr was like the fifth rabbit in a litter of five. And so his name in Lapine, which is what they speak, mm-hmm. is basically means like a little bit of a thousand. Oh, Because the word for more than four is just like a thousand, which is why he's like prince with a thousand enemies. Oh, It all is just very cute. Yeah, I love the world building. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So yes, word is spreading among the rabbits that some of them are going to leave and a bunch of them are like, okay, we're going to leave too. Mm-hmm. So the rabbits leave in a big group and as they're leaving, we finally see the front of the sign that says the land is going to be developed. Yeah. While they're leaving, someone says the Owsler are coming. Yes. Which is when we learn that they're like the rabbit officers. Yeah, they're like the security team. Yeah. yeah. I like that they don't explain they just mm. go he's Ausla, and then later you just you just incorporate it in context which is right. really nice yeah you know they trust me to figure it out on my own and i do yes and they run into bigwig and they're like oh shit are you off duty or are you here to yell at us and he's like i am off duty and i probably will be forever because the chief got mad at me i think i'm gonna come with you guys actually yep. they're like hell yeah and so they keep going and then they run into holly Yes. And they just straight up, I mean, Holly says you're all under arrest for inciting a mutiny and, you know, abandoning the Warren. And someone in the back is like, is he by himself? And Hazel straight up says, go or we'll kill you. Yep. So it gets intense. And then Bigwig jumps on top of him. Yeah. And like tussles with him for a minute. And he's like, get out of here. And then he does. And they all run away. Yeah. So they come to the edge of the woods and Bigwig is like, listen, we have to rest. The little rabbits are getting tired. Mm-hmm. But Hazel says we have to get out of the woods first. Yeah. So they go into the woods. Hazel leads them through. But it is very scary in there. Yeah. Somebody says, you know, I've never been to the woods before. And there's yeah. all kinds of new dangers. They run mm-hmm. into a badger, which they call a lendry. Yeah. An owl. There's something hiding in a stump. But mm-hmm. they do make it safely through. And it's morning now. Yep. And they have come to a stream. Mm-hmm. Fiverr and Hazel are like, we have to get across it yeah but fiverr says he's too tired and pipkin the other like little tiny rabbit yeah he's so small and round like yeah pipkin's just so fluffy i know but he's also exhausted and i'm sure you know like we said they have tiny little hearts yeah they probably don't have a lot of endurance yeah and they have never traveled this far you know they're sprinters not marathon runners yeah and Fiverr is like, listen, I, c- I know the type of place that we need. It's like up on a hill mm-hmm. with dry dirt. And yeah. And we can see everything. Yeah. The sound rings out really clearly. So we know something's there no, coming. There are no men around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he knows what they're looking for. And this isn't it. Right. So we can't stop yet. Yeah. Gotta keep moving. But he's, you know, he's like, we're tired. We can't cross this stream just yet. But then Bigwig is like, there's a dog loose in the woods. Uh, If you can swim, swim. If you can't, I don't know, figure it out yourself, I guess. And Hazel's like, no, absolutely not. We all left together and we're going to cross this river together. We're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, which I was having a hard time telling which one was which yet. I yeah. learned later, but I was just like, they're just brown British rabbits. I don't know which one. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Finds like a floating piece of wood and is like, look, Hazel, it floats. Yeah. We can use this to cross. So they put Fiverr and Pipkin on this piece of board and bigwig and somebody else one of the other bigger rabbits silver i think yeah push it across and they all swim together Mm -hmm. and get away from the dog yep and they cross through cow fields and they come across a paved road where they see roadkill yeah and 
most of them haven't seen it before. They don't know what it is. And mm-hmm. Bigwig says that Hrududu runs on it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the hell is that? Hrududu. Yeah, Hrududu. It's a man thing. Yeah. Which, that, I mean, that's literally what they're, they're just like, yeah, it's a man thing. I don't know. I just like that it's called what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a Hrududu. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so the rabbits are like, oh, is it going to get us? Mm-hmm. And Bigwig is like, no, it doesn't care about us at all. Watch this. And, and then he just like sits. Yeah, in the middle of the road. And almost gets hit by a car. Yep. And then is like, see? Ha <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what are you waiting for? And they're all like, um, we're going home. But yeah. no, they all cross the road safely. And it's fine. And I'm, <sighs> I've just been stressed out this whole time and it doesn't stop. I know, especially because this all happens pretty quick. Yeah. Like, I didn't, again, know which rabbit was which yet. And mm-hmm. I'm like, they're already about to get hit by a car. Shit. I know. Like, I can't lose one. I haven't <laughs> learned their names yet. I know. That's the best time to lose one because you're like, I'm not attached yet. But yeah, yeah there's no like real, e- there's like a cute little, haha, here's how the world began. Rabbits are going to start dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Life is perilous. It is. So Hazel says, I promise that this field ahead is safe because it has a really big smell mm-hmm. and it'll cover our tracks. Yeah. So they go there to rest and they're kind of sleeping. Mm-hmm. And Fiverr sees Violet leave the little like cops of plants. Yeah. It's some kind of like crop. Yeah. And she goes right out of the edge of it to eat this flower. And then boom, a hawk gets her. Like there's a screech. There's some fluff. Then there's nothing left. And Fiverr just goes, Violet's just gone. And then he just died. And everybody's like, huh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing they can do. <laughs> just... you know? Yeah, they just move on and they never mention it again. I know. So then the group comes across a graveyard and Hazel's like, we can rest here. And somebody protests. They're like, this is a man place. But he's like, no, there are no men here now. Yeah. yeah. It's Because they're creepy. all dead. Yeah, I like it. He's like, it'll be okay. It's empty. It's fine. They go to what looks like the, like, maybe like groundskeeper's shed. There's a big wheelbarrow in there. There's like a concrete angel lady. Just a displaced angel. Uh huh. (laughs) And so they're in there and they're sleeping. And then some rats show up and the rats are jerks. And I don't know why. Like, one of them just runs up and starts biting Bigwig's ear and he, like, fights it off and kicks it. And, like, again, this is one of those scenes that would have been funny if it weren't so tense, but they're, like, kicking rats and they're flipping through the air and yeah. bouncing off of shit. I know, which is kind of cool. It is. But also, like, damn, can't anybody leave them alone for five minutes? What is with rats? Especially after Lady and the Tramp where that one rat was just like, I'm just going to go bite this baby for no go. reason. Yeah. And these rats are like, the rabbits aren't food. No. Like, they're bigger you, than you. Why are you just picking on them? Leave you them don't alone. eat meat. I know. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird and all that commotion alerts an owl which swoops in and starts trying to grab at creatures Mm -hmm. so they gotta run out then one of them kicks the owl too and like a flip which i was like tight hell yeah so now they're running through the rain yeah and a lot of the rabbits they all hate the rain yeah because they're used to you know sleeping underground Mm -hmm. but they're reminiscing about living in the burrows and some of them are starting to doubt their decision to leave yeah they're thinking about going back because they're like at least we were warm and dry right you know but hazel's like listen we've already made it this far there's no reason to go back now Mm -hmm. and fiverr reiterates that it is not safe to go back because of the danger capital d t m danger yeah and Bigwig says, and also, we wounded Holly on the way out, so they are not going to give us a warm welcome. We, Our right. only choice is to continue going. You'll recall when we kicked that cop in the face on our way out? Like, <laughs> it's not a safe place for us. All cops Everybody's are like, bunnies. 
Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we did do that. Well, yeah, but you did that. I didn't do that. I didn't kick anybody. Like, come on, man. I was just holding it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everybody's kind of like, come on, we got to go. And somebody says, you know, Hazel, you're starting to talk like a leader there. Hazel Ra, which Ra is like the word for chieftain or leader. And then Silver is like, oh, that'll be the day when I start calling him Hazel Ra. You know, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Everybody's so grumpy because they're, I'm sure, hungry, tired, wet. They've missed afternoon tea. (laughs) They're cranky about it. They just want to take a nap in the sun. And I understand. Yeah, that's fair. Some And yeah, some of the rabbits are like, I think that Hazel and Fiverr don't know what they're talking about at all. I don't think they know where we're going. They're just making shit up Mm -hmm. on the fly. But, you know. While they're all arguing, we hear a rabbit leg thumping sound and they all look and there's, lo and behold, for the change of pace, another brown British rabbit hanging out. Oh, this one looks different, though. He sure does. And he sounds different. And he's creepy as fuck. I know. And the way he's animated is so cool. The way he acts is so cool. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, it's unsettling. You know what he reminds me of is, oh, what's his fucking name from the first Lord of the Rings movie, The Fellowship of the Rings? The guy fuck the king of rohan's like advisor oh uh grima wormtongue yeah he's in the second one i think but yeah where he's just so slimy and he's just like they wish you ill they're not here you know they're not here to help you yeah and just like whispering in his ear the way he's yeah like hunched over and does like the side like talks out of the side of his face you know and it's like his eyes are always darting around and yeah yeah it's just slimy yeah but cool yeah and I, I didn't know that a rabbit could be this way <laughs> so i like it i know it's true <laughs> yeah because especially because this guy is he's like well if you guys want to stand out here in the rain and argue fine but we have lots of nice warm bros that you can come hang out in we'd love to have you you know we'd love to have you yeah well i'm going inside but you're welcome to come and then he just leaves and they're like <laughs> well fuck yeah we're going in so they all do yep Fiber is the only one who's like, I don't know about this guy. Like, I get a bad feeling. We should not talk to him. But everybody else is like, I am so very wet. And Hazel's like, truly, like, what harm can he present yeah, to us? There's more of us than there are. Yeah. Him. And yeah. what do we have to lose? And also, but he does wonder aloud, like, what does he, what does this guy have to gain by offering us shelter? Right. Like, what is he getting out of it? Why do they have so much spare room? Mm-hmm. So they get inside. And they start talking to each other mm-hmm. about how it smells weird in there. Yeah. Almost like a man. Mm-hmm. But they're in there exploring and there are there's a bunch of food. Yeah. Like carrots and radishes and stuff in yeah. a pile. Yeah. Inside this burrow. Yeah. And Cowslip is just like, yeah. So they're like fresh roots brought every day <laughs> by the man. You should eat some. It's like totally sexy. It's like even encouraged. <laughs> Yes. We had to get one whitest kids reference on for March Sadness. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, and they're all like, Well, okay. But they keep asking him questions that he keeps brushing off. Yeah, like they're, they're like, like, What about this man? Yeah, you said a man brings you food and he's like, Anyway, I'm gonna go read a book, I guess. I'll be back. And they're like, <laughs> Okay. Um also why are there so many burrows around here? And he's like, Okay, I gotta go. Yeah. So it's just super strange because he's like, yeah, there are so many empty burrows around here that you can just pick whichever one you like. And they're like, why? And he's like, um, well, okay. Okay. Enjoy the food. (laughs) Eat your food. Yep. So 
their group is eating and they're kind of talking about it and the cowslip group of rabbits are listening. They're kind of like hiding themselves. Eavesdropping. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And Fiverr says it feels like a mist in here. Yeah. Like I can't see very well. We're being intentionally led astray. Yeah. Someone is trying to stop us from our destination. Yeah. And then Cowslip shows back up and he's like, hey, we're all going to get together and tell stories if you guys want to join. I forgot about this part. And Hazel is like, you know what? Dandelion is our best storyteller. Mm -hmm. Dandelion, why don't you tell the story of El Arara? And Cowslip is like, we have no need for his tale and his trickery. And Hazel's like, but... He's like the god of rabbits. Yeah, Yeah. that's what keeps us safe. Rabbits need tricks. That's what keeps them safe and alive. And Cowslip says, what rabbits need to do is accept their fate. If I may quote one of our most prolific poets, and they're like, yeah, man, it's your house. Go for it. All of them are like, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. I just also love the idea of rabbits being like, fuck yeah, poetry. Yeah, rabbit poets. Yeah. So he starts reciting this poem that's just like oh darkness oh silence oh take me with you river to the darkness and the silence and everybody's like what the fuck (laughs) what is this goth rabbit doing (laughs) yeah it is a weird uncomfortable poem it is and fiverr just goes no fuck that i've had enough and he goes back outside for some air yeah yeah he he goes outside hazel goes after him and then bigwig and they start talking and Bigwig's like, listen, I'm really tired of your attitude. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a feeling in my toe. Everything's so scary. Yeah, I know. This is another scene that if it weren't so tense, because I'm also creeped out by these cowslip rabbits. Yeah. And it would be funny because Bigwig's like, I'm done with you. And you're like, eh, I, it's bad. Everything is bad. <laughs> he does. He puts his foot out and he's like, yeah. oh, my toe has a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can also imagine being like in this group and that one guy that's always like, yeah, oh no, <laughs> this makes me nervous. I don't yeah, like it. And he's like, like oh, no. oh my God, we're warm and dry and we have food. Like, can we at least just like have a minute? And Bigwig says, he's like, I'm going back in. I'm done with you. And I'm actually going back in to tell everyone else to be done with you as well. So he runs back to the Warren. Yeah. And then we hear him just go. Bleh! And it's like, um, oh no, you good? Yeah. Bigwig? It's like that scene in Shaun of the Dead where he's like, Pete? <laughs> Pete? <laughs> you dead, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so Hazel and Fiverr run to Bigwig and they find that he's been caught in a snare. And it is, they are not holding anything back with this animation. Nope. Like, he is bleeding. Yeah, he can't he's breathe. struggling to breathe. Yeah, the wire is like super tense. He's and like, like twitchy. Yeah, Hazel tries to bite it. And Hazel asks him, you know, they trained you in the Ausla to deal with this. What do we do? And starts biting the wire. And Bigwig's like, it's no use biting the wire. Yeah, biting won't work. That won't help. So Hazel tells Fiverr to go get everyone. Mm -hmm. And he does. He's like, get, you know, all of our group, but also grab Cowslip and as many of those rabbits as you can. Yeah, because maybe they've dealt with this before. Yeah. And they all come and Cowslip doesn't. Mm -hmm. And he's... One of the rabbits is like, oh, he said to stop talking about it. Yeah. Which is just uh, creepy. Yeah. And somebody else goes, he said what? Like, yeah. they're just like, how can he be so chill about this? So, um, yeah, the rabbits realize that they're not going to be able to chew through the snare. Mm-hmm. And they follow it from Bigwig's neck to the peg. 
that's in the ground and they're like okay we have to dig this peg out so they take turns like getting under it and pulling it out yeah and bigwig is just bleeding yeah heavily yeah like from the nose and mouth which is somehow worse like you know if if he had like cut his skin on the snare like that would have been bad but the blood is just coming out of his face yeah because he has internal injuries worse yeah then they finally do dig the peg out yeah but bigwig is not moving no and they're like bigwig we got the peg we got the peg out bigwig yeah please don't die we need you you're our biggest and toughest rabbit and also we like you but he ain't moving he's not and they all get sad and together they say my heart has joined the thousand for my friend stopped running today and i cried about it yeah (sighs) and then so fiverr is like yeah um i you know, maybe not the time, but I fucking told you so. Like, this is what happened. You know, we trusted them and their Warren was weird and they're weird and we should not talk to them. Yeah. They're, I think they put together that this whole place is like surrounded by snares. Right. And they're just there to be hunted. Yes. Yeah. So Silver suggests they go back and drive those rabbits out of the Warren and take it from them. Yeah. Which they probably could do. They could, but also it's already a hunting ground for men. Right. It's not safe. Like They shouldn't stay there. No. There's a farmer nearby who is yeah. keeping these rabbits like wild, but yeah, it's absolutely hunting them yeah. for his own gain. It just, I just realized that it just reminds me of that one chicken in Chicken Run who is like, you know, it's really not that bad. You know, we just lay eggs and get fed and then one yeah, day we, we get eaten, but yeah. like it's a good life up until then. Yeah. That's, that's how cowslip. <laughs> these rabbits yeah yeah Yeah, but then bigwig isn't dead yay i know he worked himself free of the snare yeah but he's they're like just rest my dude yeah he's like i don't need it let's go so the rain kind of has cleared up at this point and fiverr looks out over the land and he sees this like big hill with a plateau kind of on the top Mm -hmm. and a and a big old tree and he says look over there that's where we need to go that's where we're going yeah the sound will carry well the ground is high and dry and we will be safe yeah which is always it's so much easier if you have an end point a destination you yeah know? And so everybody's to be like, like okay we have a goal we can see it yeah instead of just like you know it's in fiverr's brain he knows where <laughs> we're going fucking moses over here i've right. got 40 years i'm a goddamn rabbit <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they keep moving and they find a little cart to sleep under. I know. I just love this pile of rabbits all sleeping on top of each other. It makes me so happy. They're so cute. So the next day, a rooster wakes up Hazel, who then in turn wakes up Pipkin. And he's like, you come with me. We're going to go check out this farm that we're sleeping near. And Mm -hmm. Pipkin is like so noivous about everything. He's like, "Uh, (laughs) I don't want to go. Do you think it's safe? And Hazel's like, absolutely. He's like, is it dangerous? He's like, absolutely not. Yeah, he's like, it's fine. It'll be fine. He's yeah. like, okay, I'll just wake up the others. And Hazel's like, no, 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 just you. Just you and me. We're going. Pippin's yeah. like, it'll be easier just the two of us. Let's but... go. But he does convince him. And they go. Yep, they go. They see that there is a dog tied up to a doghouse. And they avoid him. And they make it to this barn where they find a bunch of rabbit hutches. Yeah. And full of lady rabbits. Yeah, lady rabbits. So Hazel introduces himself. He's like, hey, what's up? Ladies. Ladies. He takes his little top hat and (laughs) his little fedora. Yes. (laughs) But he's like, hi, I'm Hazel. And then there is a lady rabbit in there that's like, hi, I'm Clover. Yeah. And 
There's a bunch of other rabbits too. Hazel says, hey, my friends and I are going to a new Warren. We live a free life. If you want to come with us. Yeah. We'll come back and get you. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah, sure. Just uh, open this door there, champ. How are we supposed to get out? But Clover's like, yeah, we'll come with you. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. And Hazel's like, okay, um, we will come back. But right now I got to go deal with this because there's a cat. Yes. Pipkin sees a cat coming and so they've got to go. Yep. So they leave. Hazel tells Pipkin to stay very close and then he taunts the cat, which the cat is creepy as fuck, by the way. I know. She's like... Her name is Tab. Yeah. And she talks like low and slinky like a cat, yeah. I guess. So, you know, you can imagine. But he's asking her, you know, can you run? And she's like, oh, I yeah, I can run. And he says, I think not. Yeah. And then they take off. I know. I love the fact, like, just think, imagining these animals talking to each other. Yeah. I don't... It's just really cool. Yeah. And she runs into the barn door. But so they're running, and the commotion of that wakes up the dog, mm. starts barking like crazy. And then that wakes up the people mm-hmm. who go out, and we hear a woman's voice be like, Tab, stop it. Yeah. You know, don't be cruel. You leave those rabbits alone. Mm-hmm. And so the cat's like, nuts, you know, <laughs> foiled again. Nuts. So they make it away. Yep. And so they're continuing on. They're running along a hedge, and they hear a voice. Yeah. Like a echoey, distant voice. Yeah, and it's calling for Bigwig. Yeah, it's so creepy. It's just like Bigwig, Bigwig, Big He turns around and he's like, "Hmm, must be the Angel of Death. It's the Black Rabbit of Inri. I gotta go." He says, "When he calls your name, you gotta go." But he's yep. not stoked about it. He's very nervous. But Hazel's like, "Don't you take another fucking step? We're gonna figure <laughs> out what this is. We all yeah. hear it. Don't move." Yeah. And so <laughs> you guys hearing that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So they stop moving and a rabbit just kind of falls down a hill and lands in a pile next to them. Mm-hmm. And we find out that it's Captain Holly, the uh, cop rabbit from before. Yeah. The Owsla who they beat up on their way out. Mm-hmm. He looks rough. He is beat to fuck. He's all skin and bones. Yeah. And he says, everyone's dead. Yeah. Warren was destroyed, he tells them. The burrows got filled in, and then they couldn't get out, and all the air got poisoned, and the animation for this part is so upsetting. It really is. That I got really emotional at this part, just imagining all those poor rabbits, because they show how they all got stuck trying to climb over each other to get out, and they just got trapped under there, which just, like, really hurts my feelings. Yeah. Um, And then, if that weren't enough, they start digging up the dirt, which starts flinging rabbit carcasses everywhere yeah it's fucked up yeah so the development was developed on top of the rabbits mm-hmm. and hazel is like man has always hated us yeah but holly says no they don't care about us one way or the other we were just in the way yeah so holly says i tried to come find you i've been searching for you but the efrafens wouldn't let me go and everybody else is like, what the hell is an Ephrafin? Yeah, for a second before they said that, I was like, shit, did I miss something? And mm-hmm. then they were like, wait, what's that? And I was like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> and then Holly just kind of passes out. And they're like, you know what? Let's just leave him. Like, yeah, he needs some rest. rest. We'll talk to him later. Yeah. So now we're in a different Warren with a different bunch of rabbits. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of them. Yep. There are rabbits everywhere. And they all have green eyes. And they all have like dark purple circles under their eyes too. Yeah. Because they're tired. <laughs> they're tired and crowded and worn out. Yeah. And so we see a lady rabbit named Heisenthalay. Which is hard to look at, but it's just a pretty That's name. a cool name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. 
she's going to talk to the chief. And she says, you know, the warren is too full. We need to move on. We need to start a new warren. And he's like, absolutely not. She's like, we'll go as far away as you want. Like, we're willing to do whatever. It's just this is awful. You know, a lot of the does around here can't even have kittens because there's nowhere to put them. Yeah. There's nowhere for new rabbits to go. But he's like, I absolutely will not hear about it. Don't talk to me about this again. And she's like, all right. Yep. Heard. And he sends her away and then tells a guy named Captain Campion to keep his eye on her mm-hmm. and this rabbit is nasty looking like he has one like white eye yeah and he's really blind. bad circles under his eyes and blind in one eye and mm-hmm. like his teeth are like he doesn't have all his teeth but yeah. the ones he has are big yeah yeah he's, he sounds mean he's big and covered in scars yeah and holly's like seems like he's remembering this in his dreams or mm-hmm. remembering something yeah his bad dreams yeah so in the morning, the crew have gotten to the base of the of a big hill, and Fiverr says, that's where we should be. We have to get to the top. Mm-hmm. So they climb it. Yeah. And they make it. Yeah. And the music is joyous. Yeah. And Fiverr is happy for the first time in the whole movie. I know. And then the movie is over, and everything's fine, that's and nothing it. else happens. They lived happily ever after <laughs> on the top of this hill, and it was great. But Dandelion says he found... That there's already a burrow there, and it doesn't smell like anything bad. It doesn't smell like death. It doesn't smell like man. It's yeah. just an old burrow. Yeah. And they somebody says, you know, thank Frith for making the world and making this burrow and, like, delivering it to us. And Hazel, who is such a good brother, is like, you know, Frith may have made it, but Fiverr found it. And yeah. we need to make sure that we thank him, too, which is really cute. And so they're all just kind of hanging out up there, and they're eating some plants, having a great time. And then all of a sudden, a bird head just kind of flops out of some grass at them and is like, Mah! and they're like, what the fuck is that? And he's yelling at them and tries to catch a bug, but he can't because he can't move. And he is very Eastern European. Oh, yeah. And I love him so much. He's just yelling. And so Hazel goes to talk to him and they can't really understand each other. And so Hazel's like, kind they're of, both kind of speaking in like broken sentences. Yeah. Yeah. So Hazel's like, we help you. And the bird goes, piss off. (laughs) (laughs) Hazel's like, oh, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, the bird's like, I'm fine. Yeah. I fly. Yeah. And he tries to stand up and he cannot. He can't even actually walk. So So they're trying to talk to him. Yeah. Hazel's like, we'll take you to the burrow. And the bird goes, you know, Ving may be broken, but I'm fine. You know, I can walk. And then he gets up and he trips and he goes, is long way? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, where are you from? And he's like, big water. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He says it like 20 times. They're like, we heard you. Big fucking water. Jesus, dude. I know. So they get him set up in like a little doorway of part of the burrow. Yeah. And, you know, bring him food so that he has something to eat. And they're mm-hmm. taking care of him, which is sweet. Yeah. And, you know, the rabbits are happy. They're all sleeping in the sun. They're frolicking about. There's plenty of food. But Hazel, while they're munching, which... Throughout this whole movie, someone they'll be having a serious conversation and just like munch, munch, munch. Yep. Or they'll <laughs> something crazy will be happening and they're like, "Oh, I gotta scratch my ear." <laughs> yeah, they which just I think is cute. Do something rabbity. Yeah, but Hazel, while he's munching, says, "You know what? We're missing something." Mm-hmm. And Bigwig's like, "Bro, we got everything we need right here." Yeah. And Hazel says, "There ain't a single bitch, no, on this whole damn island." Yeah. <laughs> It's bitch free up in here. Yeah. He's like, listen, 
you know, we can have a great time up here, but when we die, that's it. You know, we mm-hmm. don't have any way to make new rabbits. Yep. And he's like, you know, I saw those lady rabbits at the farm, but yeah. that's kind of far away. Yeah. So what if we send the bird, whose name is Kihar, mm-hmm. to go look for lady rabbits? Yep. And then we see his little bird butt. So we're like, the point of view is like inside the warren and we're looking out the tunnel that yes. leads out. And we just see Kihar's butt is just in it. And Bigwig is trying to like get out. But Kihar is wiggling so much that every time he moves, Bigwig is like, this way, no, go this way. No, I'm trying to, and he can't get out and finally just like rushes him. But the whole time Kihar is just like, you have no mate. There are chick. There are mate. If you have no mate, you cannot protect chick. He's just like fucking yelling about how you there are no bitches. Get mate. Mate, lay eggs. <laughs> you bring food. You protect egg. <laughs> so cute. He's like, you guys can't do that. What's wrong with you? You guys are stupid. I know. He like this came at the perfect time because I was like, if this whole movie is this tense and sad and like creepy, like, I don't know if I can make it the whole way through. And yeah. they're like, Boom. They made it safely. And here's this goofy ass bird. Yeah, they had some comic like, relief huh, finally. Some jokes. Yes. So they're like, man, he doesn't actually, no one even says anything this whole time. He's just yelling, you need mate. Mate, bring chick. You have food. I go find mate. I go out. I find mate. I bring them back here. And everybody's yeah. like, wow, Kihar, what a great idea. <laughs> yeah, they've you are somehow so smart. Implanted this in his brain. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going. He's was like, yeah, I mean, whenever you feel up to it, he's like, feel fine. I'm going now. And he just takes off, <laughs> which is a little sketchy. He he Falls does down. a bit of like a albatross takeoff. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, make way. I need the room for a run. Which he does. He gets up in the air. Holds it. Oh, he's back up. And then he's just like, I soar. It's he's so, so happy. It's so cute because before he starts flying, he's running around on the ground mm-hmm. and he's going, I fly. I flap, I soar, <laughs> I spin, I land. <laughs> They're all like, sure, buddy. And then he does that. Yeah. It's very cute. I love him. I do too. So then we get back to the rabbits and they're like, okay, um, I think maybe he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, maybe he went back home and he kind of just left us here. Mm-hmm. So Hazel is like, all right, me and Blackberry and Dandelion are going to go back to the farm to get yep. those bitches. Yeah, and they do. And they're in there munching on the leather, like, clasps that hold the hutch together mm-hmm. while Blackberry keeps a lookout for the cat. The dog starts barking because Blackberry just, like, shifts and hits something. Yeah. Like a hoe or something. Mm-hmm. And so the dog starts barking and the people come out. Hazel and Dandelion get the hutch open, but just then the door opens and the humans come in and shine their flashlights on everyone and they're like oh shit the rabbits are loose and they're like hey there's wild rabbits in here and then they shoot at them yeah and they're running away yeah and dandelion and blackberry get away but hazel gets shot yeah and they can't find him so they just run yeah and the people too are like one of the guys is like, you definitely hit that rabbit. And he's like, well, I, I don't see him anywhere around here. So, you know, maybe he's not dead and he limped off. And they're like, yeah. well, I'm not going to look for him. It's dark. It's late. Whatever. They just go back inside and go back to bed. Yeah. So Dandelion and Blackberry get back to the hill and they tell Fiverr that Hazel got shot. But Fiverr is like, no, he's not dead. I would know if he was, you know, I, I would feel it. Yeah. And he like kind of looks out and sees like a vision of the black rabbit of death. Mm-hmm. And 
follows it. Yeah. And then we get this song, Bright Eyes, which I was like, oh shit. Garfunkel. Yeah. I was like, oh damn, is the band Bright Eyes named after this song? But no. We both Googled it separately. (laughs) They're named after a Planet of the Apes character, which is fine. Whatever. (laughs) But yes, we get a beautiful song of Fiverr having kind of a vision of seeing two rabbits, one big and one small, playing. Mm-hmm. And then the rabbit of death is there. And they're kind of all just like ethereal floating through yeah. the air and yeah. the mist. Just like sketches of rabbits. Yeah. And the song is playing. Yeah. And then the rabbit of death is there. Hazel getting shot in the vision. And then the moon is full of blood pouring into the field. And then the black rabbit pops up again. Mm-hmm. Follows... Fiverr follows the vision until he finds a pipe with actual blood leaking out of it. Yes. (laughs) And he follows the sound of a heartbeat to find Hazel. Mm -hmm. It is like, it's a little bit long, this part. Yeah. But I I really like the idea that he's like, I know I can like find my brother. Yeah. It's hard to see him, but I know that he's still out there. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like animated in a really cool way to convey the thoughts that he's having without him having to do like a voiceover or something you know yeah and we get this lovely song that's playing and also like it just again yeah without words just reaffirms this connection between hazel and fiverr because Mm -hmm. you know he looked out for him and they're so close and he's just like i can feel him he is here yeah and And especially that he's fiverr is so nervous all the time but in this moment he just runs off yeah by himself yeah and he doesn't even seem because I was very worried. I was like, oh, my God, you know, Dandelion and Blackberry telling Fiverr that Hazel has been shot. He's going to have a meltdown. But mm-hmm. he just goes, no, he's not dead. Yeah. And he just takes off. Mm-hmm. And it's, I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, he finds Hazel. And then the next morning-ish, mm-hmm. Kihar has returned. Yeah. <laughs> Kihar, like, kind of crash lands. Yeah. And then he looks around to see if anybody sees, if anybody saw it. And he goes perfect landing (laughs) and it made me so happy that i watched it three times because just he like tilts his little head and it's like who is that for no one saw you know it was bad but he just goes perfect Perfect landing landing it's so cute i love him so much me too so fiverr comes to get him and tells him that hazel has been shot yeah and kihar asks if he got the black stones out Mm -hmm. and fiverr's like huh what are you talking about but I guess Kihar has seen this before. Yeah. Because he says you have to get the black stones out so that he can get better. Yeah. So he goes over to Hazel and uses his little beak and pulls all the stones out. Yeah. Just gets all the buckshot out of Hazel's back leg. Which is so just nice. Yeah. Thank you. He's like, oh, mini black stone. Yeah. He just like, it, it did make me like, because he's just sticking his beak like in these wounds. Yeah. And talking <laughs> while he's yeah. doing it. They're all just That's having gross. a conversation. I know. Hazel does not seem too bad you know i mean mm-hmm. he's been shot but he's not like i think it was a dying. glancing blow yeah yeah so hazel asks kihar if his flight was successful and Kihar's like oh yeah i found so many bitches over at the efrafin mm-hmm. warren and they're all like oh the thing from before yeah he's like you know there are lots of rabbits but they all have a guard mm. and that's when holly shows up and he's like yeah those rabbits are definitely like off limits because i was that's who i was talking about before i was there yeah and this big wound on my shoulder is an identifying mark that tells you when you're allowed to be above ground and everybody's like no that can't be true that's awful yeah yeah they're he says you know their chief is big and nasty if you're above ground at the wrong time they'll punish you Mm -hmm. and he said 
he saw it happen to a rabbit named Black Avar. Yeah. And Heisenthal is the one who distracted the guards so that Holly could get out. And he tried to get her to come with him, but she wouldn't leave behind all of her friends. Mm -hmm. So she stayed. Yeah. And Hazel takes this as kind of good news because he's like, oh, that means that some of them do want to leave. Yeah. We won't have to convince them. There are already rabbits there that want to go. Yeah. And Holly's like, yeah, but like, seriously, they are almost under lock and key. Like they're watched very carefully. I only escaped because the two rabbits that were chasing me got hit by a train. Well, he says because... Well, yeah, Frith sent a guardian or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Frith, Frith sent a guardian, I think is what he says. And then yeah. we see the flashback of him crossing the Iron Road, yes. which is the train tracks. And he crosses, and then a train comes and hits the other two rabbits, which is like, well, Yeah, very fast. <laughs> yeah. The way that trains do, just takes them out. Yeah, that's true, because Holly's like, I don't know what happened to him, but they weren't chasing me anymore. I think he says something, too, like, they might still be out there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, no concept yeah. of what just happened. Yeah, but truly, Hazel's like, listen, I hear you, but bro, I need to get laid. We you need know? some ladies. It's been a while. Otherwise, so. it's just <laughs> this rabbit sausage party hanging out. <laughs> this and is the end of the line does here. Is it? Yeah. It's just a bachelor pad until the end of our days, which is soon because we're rabbits, if you recall. Yeah. So yeah. Holly's like, listen, okay. <laughs> They're going to say I'm a bad rabbit, but okay. Right. You, you got to go. You got to go. I think it's a bad idea. Put in my two cents. Yeah, I do think that maybe it's kind of a good thing that Violet died because if she had been the only doe yeah. in this group, she'd yeah. been very tired. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I need a minute. Yeah. Damn. So <laughs> now the rabbits are traveling and they see a humba, which is a fox. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck, what do we do? But Bigwig's like, watch this. And he just takes off towards the fox and kind of leads it away from them. And again... <laughs> He runs over a hill out of sight. We don't see the fox anymore. And we just hear somebody go. Bleh! <laughs> and they're like, well, shit, Bigwig's dead again. Yeah. You know, we, we've already mourned this fucker once. Fuck. No, he comes running back and yeah. they're like, are you hurt? And he's like, no, why would I be? Yeah, he's just very flip about it. He's like, come on, we got to go. And they're like, but are you not wounded? He's like, what would have happened? What are you talking about? <laughs> and so they keep running and it takes them a while, but they finally get the story out of him that he's like, well, I was leading the Hamba away. And then I ran into like four rabbits and they were like, freeze. And I was like, literally, there's a fox on my tail. And they were like, we don't give a shit. Stop moving. And he was like, Argh! so I knocked one of them down. And then I guess the Hamba got him. I don't know. Yep. Here I am. They're like, okay, man, that's really scary. And you should have known what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, what? That? Nah. Ah, uh, nothing. Why would I be hurt? What? It happens every day. <laughs> Hamba? What? But. A Hamba Accord? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... Kahir is also traveling with them yeah he's flying above and he's like no i saw those rabbits too it's an ephrathen patrol and they're looking for y'all turns mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. so bigwig is like you guys keep going F you know figure out the lay of the land and how we get these rabbits out of here i'm gonna stay behind if there's a patrol looking for us i can let them catch me and that's my way in right and so he does that and we see two rabbits running around in like different directions through this cornfield kind of like taking turns distracting the patrol yeah and we learn that it's black of and heisenthal mm -hmm. and black of gets caught and is getting the shit kicked out of him and yeah. bigwig just kind of like steps out from the corn 
Yeah, from the Nobody field. says anything, and yeah. then it just cuts away. And you're like, okay. Yep. Tense. Yeah, so the patrol has taken Bigwig to the Ephrafa chief, whose name is Woundwart. Mm-hmm. General Woundwart. And Bigwig's like, I would like to join your warren. And the chief is like, why? And Bigwig's yeah. like, I don't know, it seems nice. <laughs> I don't know, I'm bored. You got and lots of ladies? Lonely. Yeah, and the chief is like, okay, you can be an officer in the patrol, because Bigwig says, you know, I was in an Ausla before, mm-hmm. and you will answer to Campion, and then they mark him Yes, on his flank. Yeah, Campion just takes a big old chunk right out of his leg, basically. And Bigwig doesn't really react. Yeah, he's just, just kind of like, like oh. okay. Cool. Yeah. So Hazel and the others are hanging out by a stream. And they're like, okay, so we can come here, but how do we get the rabbits away from Ephrafa? KR finds a fish, which is just, everything that he does is just delightful. He's like yeah. trying to eat it, and somebody's like, what is that? Yeah, they've goes, never seen it. Him fish. <laughs> and he swallows it. But another rabbit finds a boat, and yeah. they're like, hey, remember before when the we had the little this thing? This thing floats, yeah. This is Hazel, it floats. And Kihar's like, yeah, it's called a boat. Man makes it. He uses it to travel on the water. And they're like, shit, we can use this. This is tight. Yeah. So we're back in Ephrafa. Bigwig is being shown the ropes. Mm. And he meets Blackavar, who is just kind of sitting in a doorway watching the other rabbits eat. But he's not going out with them. Yeah. And Bigwig is like, why aren't you eating with them? Sif- and- why aren't you going to Sifle? Yeah. Yeah. Blackavar's like, well, I'm not. This is not my Sifle time. But I have to come report at every souffle to show that I am still here because I keep trying to escape. So the part of my punishment is I have to keep showing up. Yeah, as an example to the others also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that everyone can see me also as well and how fucking ragged I look. Both of his ears are broken. He's like skin and bones like this poor rabbit. Chewed up. Yeah. Bigwig also sees Hazenthle and asks about her. But the rabbit that he's with Mm -hmm. is like, It's got to be Campion, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's Campion. Um, yeah, so Bigwig asks Campion about her, and he's like, oh, you think she's pretty, do you? Well, she's a troublemaker, so stay away from her. The council has their eye on her because she's tried to escape several times. Yeah. This is one of those scenes where they're walking, talking all this very serious stuff, and then Bigwig stops to scratch his ear. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, a bunny. <laughs> you guys are bunnies. So then later, Hazel sends Kihar to go meet with Bigwig, go find him, tell him the plan, mm-hmm. and also find out what he's planning on doing, if he's figured anything out yet. Yeah. Bigwig gets Heisenthal by herself, and he's like, hey, do you remember an Ausla named Holly? You helped him escape. Mm-hmm. And Heisenthal's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That must have been someone else. Don't talk to me anymore. And he's like, no, 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 you did. Like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm chill. And she's like, you could be a spy. And he yeah. goes, you know that I'm not. She's like, yeah. actually, you know what? That's true. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he tells her, we're trying to leave. We we have a free war and we want you to come with us. And she's like, you know what? We'll do it. Yeah. So Bigwig goes out to a field to meet with Kihar and tells him <laughs> they're leaving at sunset mm-hmm. and to meet at the Iron Bridge at sunset. Mm-hmm. And if any Ephrafa patrol follows them, Kihar is to chase them off. Yeah. Kihar is yelling. He's like, <laughs> okay. Tomorrow at sunset. He's strutting around. Good. I mean, good. Good plan. (laughs) He's just like remembers that he has to be quiet, but I physically don't think that he can. No. And then he's like, what time? 
Big Pig's like, ah, sunset. Oh, sunset. <laughs> right. It's rough. I He leaves, but I am not fully convinced that he understands the plan. No. I think he's just excited to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> So Bigwig finds Hazenthlay and tells her that the plan is set. They're going to leave at sunset. She says, you know what? It's going to work this time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just can see the truth and what's going to happen. Yeah. And Bigwig's like, I got a friend you should meet. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Yeah. I know a guy you could tell some stories with. But this part made me nervous, too, because they're in the middle of like this network of burrows. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's echoey in there. I know. Someone could overhear you. Could be listening. I guess it's okay. But so Bigwig goes outside and then Woundwort is there and like confronts him and says, hey, who's that big white bird that you were talking to in the field earlier? And Bigwig's like, bird? Um, you know, a bird has never hurt me before. So he's like, that is not at all what I asked you. And he says, well, I was trying to impress you because Mm. I saw that big bird and I was like, maybe if I get really close to it, you know, Woundwort will think that I'm brave, basically. Right. And then Windor also is like, hey, I heard that you saw a humba in the field. Yeah. In the woods and you didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And Bigwig's like, well, it wasn't a big deal. I didn't think. I see humba all the time. Yeah. And that's when Windor confirms that the patrol that the fox ran into and probably ate mm-hmm. uh, were out looking for the strangers, which is Hazel and Fiverr and their whole crew. Yeah. He's like, do you know anything about them? And Bigwig's like, nope. Nope. Never, never heard, heard of them. them. <laughs> and he's like okay but when he leaves Woundward is like campion follow that guy see what he's up to mm. so it is escape time the sun is going down and they are ready to leave yes so bigwig goes bigwig goes to the rabbit that is guarding blackavar and he says hey man early silfle has been canceled and yeah. the rabbit it was like well nobody told me right which is like that that's, that's what, what i'm doing doing here right now i am telling you bigwig goes well if you look over there you'll see and so when he turns bigwig just like jumps on him yeah stuffs him into a hole yes (laughs) classic i know it's it's great yeah he's like well look over there and it'll make sense and he looks and like a bunch of rabbits are escaping and he's like hey and then bigwig just decks him fantastic but then we see another rabbit coming over and he's like telling woundwort what happened yeah bigwig took out I forget Shimbear or something. There's so many names in this. There are a lot. And he's escaped. He's taken a bunch of rabbits with him. Mm-hmm. And Woundwort is big mad. He's like, I'll blind him when I find him. I know, which is also terrifying. I know. So Bigwig and this group of escapees are running toward the bridge where Kihar is waiting. Mm-hmm. And the rabbits come up while Kihar is on the other side of the bridge. And then the rabbits like go to the other side and then Kihar's on that side like they kind of like miss each other in a way and they're underneath while he's up on top right right, yeah and Kihar also is (laughs) trying to catch some bugs and he kind of forgets why he's there (laughs) he literally goes what am I doing up here he's just like looking around and then he like remembers something about sunset but it's really cloudy so he's like there's not a sun there's no sun it can't be sunset and he like almost goes to leave yeah but then the Everfa rabbits and Bigwig are waiting under the bridge for him because they're going to follow him to the next part of the plan. Yeah. Um, but then Woundwort and the others show up. Yeah. And they're all kind of freaking out. What do we do? You know, and Bigwig's like, he's supposed to be here. He's mm-hmm. going to be here. But yeah, Woundwort and his Ausla show up. Yeah. And a bunch of them block off one end of the, like, it's not a tunnel. I don't know what you call 
like the an, under the bridge overpass yeah 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 so they block off one side and Woundwort kind of goes around to confront bigwig mm-hmm. and he attacks him but then kihar shows up and attacks Woundwort and yeah. is like grabbing at his face yeah and the others just take off because yeah. he's distracted yeah the Ephrafa patrol do chase after them yeah and bigwig sees silver and tells them to go straight ahead to the river. Like, take everybody with you. Yeah, just follow that guy. He's with us. He's yeah. a friend. He's cool. So they all run and jump into the boat while Hazel chews on the rope. Try, like, the rope that is um, ties the boat to the shore, anchors it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Woundwort stops Bigwig and says, either you're going into the river or I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. The, the the big white bird can't save you now. Yeah. But then Bigwig's like, oh, you mean that bird? Yeah. And they all go, Wah! and they start like running like to avoid him, even though he's not even there. Yeah. Classic misdirection. Mm-hmm. While they're distracted, Bigwig jumps in the boat. Hazel manages to chew through the line and it snaps and he also gets in the boat and they're off. The music is joyous again. Yay. I'm really glad that the music and the subtitles told me when it was okay to feel yeah. like relief for a minute. Yeah. Joyous music. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. Woundwort is not joyous, though. No, he's so very mad. It is good, kind of what you're saying about Kihar, too. But there are there are a lot of tense moments, but there are, like, small victories throughout, yeah. too. Like, it isn't just tense the whole time. It's right. kind of, like, up and down. And this is a joyous music part. Yeah. And it's really pretty there on the boat. And it's just kind of floating down river, and the sun is going down, and they're all, like, away and calm and excited. Mm-hmm. Kihar is like, okay, what, uh, what do we do now? Yeah, and, and they're like, like, "We're just going home. We're back, going back to the Warren." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 got what we need, and we're just gonna go home. And yep. Kihar's like, "All right, cool. I'm going back to the ocean to big water. Yep, on the big blue wet thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You guys are cool though. When it's really cold, I'll come hang out again. Yeah, I'll come back for the winter. Yeah, which I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. Sad he's leaving. So the rabbits have made it back to the Warren, and everything is peaceful, and the movie is over. You know." <laughs> You said that earlier. Yeah, I know. And it was not true. I know. It's not true now either. Damn it. Because these rabbits, the hazel rabbits, mm-hmm. and the new rabbits are chilling. Yeah. But then a watch rabbit, someone who is posted mm-hmm. out on patrol, runs up and says that Woundwort is there. The general is coming. Yeah. Some of them are like, well, shit, we got to get out of here. But Hazel is like, no, we came so far. We worked so hard. We got all these rabbits out. I'm standing my ground. If anybody who wants to leave can, like, I'm not going to make you stay here, but yeah. I am not leaving. And Bigwig is like, me neither. <laughs> yeah, we're standing our ground. This is our Warren. Yeah. So they tell him, you know, everybody get inside and start filling in, like, the entrance holes. Mm-hmm. And then Hazel's like, wait, shit, I have an idea. So he leaves and he goes and finds Woundwort. Yeah. And he's like, let me just, can we just talk for a minute? What if uh, you stop? What if you just left us alone? Yeah, he's like, we have enough enemies being rabbits. Yeah. Everything is trying to kill us. There's no reason for us to try and kill each other, too. Yeah. He's like, just let us lit. We can be two independent Warrens that kind of help each other out, you yeah. know, help each other to survive and thrive rather than, you know, being at war with each other. And Woundwort kind of thinks about it for a second. But then he's like, okay, heard. Here's my counter offer. You tell Bigwig and Heisenthlay and all the other deserters from my Warren that if they're not outside waiting for me when we get there, I'll kill everybody. Mm-hmm. How's that? So Hazel runs back to the Warren uh-huh. and gets inside. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah. And the Ephifra rabbits follow. 
digging out their holes. Fiverr has a vision. Yeah. Like a hardcore vision, like rolling around on the ground. Yeah. Making weird noises. Mm-hmm. Which freaks out two of the new rabbits because they're like, uh... <laughs> This guy okay? Or, uh... Well, it's like the rabbits that are trying to dig into their warren hear him, and they're like, "Um, I, fuck!" <laughs> like I've heard that that guy is creepy, and they have like a creature down there, and like so they're like not you know about they're like we don't want to go in there something scary might be in there yeah they start putting together all the things that have happened since they started like interacting yeah with this group they're like oh you know the fox they're friends with a bird they yeah. got this like creepy guy predicting shit like yeah. maybe we shouldn't fuck with them yeah and when ward is like hey what's that what's that i hear over there and they're like oh, nothing he's like keep digging so yep. they do yep but fiverr's vision because he keeps saying there's a dog loose in the woods there's a dog loose in the mm-hmm. woods and hazel's like oh shit i have the best plan okay i need some runners he takes dandelion blackberry and heisenflight he tells bigwig to get as far into the warren as they can and like put up walls as they're going yeah he's like we'll be back so they take off running and wound war sees this happening and some of his owls see it and he's just like no fuck it let him go i'm here for bigwig their chief right he he has just decided Mm -hmm. that bigwig must be their chief yeah so bigwig is leading others further into the warren black of our hides and stays behind yeah just kind of hides in the shadow. Yeah. So Hazel and co are heading back to the farm mm-hmm. and he keeps leaving rabbits along the way. Yeah. He leaves Heisenflay. They're going to get tired. The radio tower. And he's like, it is imperative that you stay here and you run back to the Warren. When we get to you, everything rests on your shoulders. And she's like, I got it. Yeah. And as they're running to the next point, we hear Hazel's thoughts where he you know, says, oh, Frith, you know, I don't ask much of you, but if you'll take my life in place of my friends, like, please don't let them die. Mm-hmm. Please protect them. You can have me instead, basically. And yeah. we hear Frith respond and he's like, listen, man, people do this every day. You know, yep. like, people make these offers to me every day and I, you know, that's not how it works, mm-hmm. unfortunately. What yeah. is, is, what is, is what must be. He's a real hands-off kind of guy, yeah. you know? He's a set-it-and-forget-it kind of dude. He is the Ron Topeel of creature creators. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Rabbits. <laughs> Hazel leaves Blackberry on the path, and then Dandelion continues on. Mm-hmm. The general's men have broken through the first layer in the Warren defense, and he's inside the burrows. Blackavar leaps out and attacks him. Yeah. But is just straight up murdered. Yep. Without like a second thought. Like Woodward just bites him in the neck and like tears throws his him throat out onto the ground. And yeah. then boom, he's dead. <sighs> and at the same time, in another part, Pipkin is burying Bigwig like in the path. Yeah. Like, he digs a hole. Bigwig gets down in it and they cover him back up with dirt. Yeah. So we're like, hmm, something's about to happen. Hmm, a strategy. So then we see Hazel and Dandelion have reached the farm where the dog and the cat Tab live and Clover and all the lady bunnies are. And he's like, okay, Dandelion, you go that way. I'm going this way. And Dandelion takes a second to be like, listen, if we make it through this, we're going to have the best story of all time. Yeah. And Hazel's like, yep, and you're going to be the one to tell it. Yeah, because Hazel's like, I'm I'm probably going to die doing this. Right, but I'm not coming back from this. Yeah. But I need you to make it 
and you to tell this story. And Dandelion calls him Hazel Ra, which is just really cute. I know. It just makes me really happy. I know. So anyway, Hazel goes off to unleash the dog, basically. Climbs up on top of the doghouse and he's like chewing through his leash. Yeah. And then he sees the cat is creeping up on Dandelion. So he starts thumping his leg on top of the doghouse to warn him, Mm -hmm. which wakes up the dog who sees the cat and the rabbit and takes off running after them. But Mm -hmm. he's not quite unattached yet. So it like... It snaps his lead, but it also knocks the doghouse over, which kind of sends Hazel flying. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole conundrum. Yeah. And then the dog takes off after Dandelion, mm-hmm. who runs away. And Hazel's like, hell yeah. Great. The- like, kind of like watching them go. And yeah. he's like, I've done my part. And then we see the cat jumps on Hazel and is like putting her claws in his shoulder yeah. And then asks him, can you run? I think not. Can you run? <sighs> yeah, it's oh, it's creepy. And Hazel it's, looks terrified. I even know. Though, you know, he knew that this is what was going to happen, but he's still. Yeah, he's not happy about it. Very scared. But at the last second, the woman in the house is like, Tab, fucking leave the cat, the rabbit alone. Jesus. Tab. Yeah. <laughs> so she slinks off. Yeah. And Hazel bolts. Wundor is walking through the tunnels. Sees little Pipkin and mm-hmm. chases after him. Yeah. He has taken the bait because he takes a step onto the freshly dug earth where Bigwig is buried and Bigwig jumps out, bites him in the neck, and they fight. Yeah. Like a real ass fight. Yeah. So much fighting. Yeah. Let me see. Dandelion, who is running and has led the dog to Blackberry, and they kind of like tag team. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Um, And successfully pass him off. We go back to the fight, which is just getting gross. They're both bleeding and like slobbering out of their faces. They're and... like pink around the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I guess from chewing on each other. Uh-huh. It's just really gross. Yeah. And they also, you know, Woundwort says, I told you that if I found you, I would kill you. And Bigwig is like, well, I also said that I was trying to impress you. Have I impressed you yet? You know, yeah. so they're both just like, we- I'm not going to stop until no. one of us is dead. They're, t- they're kind of like taking a breather. Yeah. At this point, but there's some, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, I said I would kill you in just a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to the killing. Yeah. So Blackberry reaches the radio tower and passes the dog off to Hazenthley, but the dog gets tired mm-hmm. and stops following her. Yeah. And we see Blackberry like huddling under a bush because he can't run anymore. Yeah. But That's the dog's why they're just doing kinda... this relay race. Yeah. yeah. The dog's just kind of sniffing around. Mm hmm. Hazenthley sees this happen and heads back. Yeah. She scares like a group of birds, which alerts the dog, and the dog goes after her again. Yes. Yes. Whew. I know. So Bigwig has kind of backed himself into a small tunnel, and all the other rabbits are behind him. Yeah. And he tells Woundwort to fuck off, basically. Yeah, he's like... He calls him shit, actually. Yeah. Which is tight. <laughs> yeah. And he says he's not going to give up because his chief has told him to defend this tunnel. Yeah. And Woundward is like, wait, your chief? You're not the... He's like very confused by Mm -hmm. this. And I think a little bit shook. Maybe I'm just projecting, but I feel like he's a little bit like, wait, if you're not the biggest, baddest rabbit in this group, then who is? Because you are already kicking my ass. Yeah. And you're telling me that you're not in charge? Oh, fuck. Okay. Right. And like, I've already tried this hard to kill you. Yeah. And I'm so there's somebody else waiting for me. Someone else mm-hmm. to be able to like get all my rabbits back. Yeah. yeah. 
But the dog has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and is just killing rabbits. Yeah. All of the rabbits that are above ground. Mm-hmm. He just grabs them and shakes them around like ragdolls. Yep. Woundwort hears this happening, hears all this commotion and goes upside, upside, goes topside to find out what's going on. And he's like, get back here. He's like yelling at his, you know, rabbits. He's like, dogs don't hurt rabbits. Yeah, they're not scary. And then he attacks the dog. Yeah. So the dog like comes up near him, fucking rabbit in his mouth, blood all over his face. And he, yeah, Woundwort jumps in his face and attacks him. Yeah. And then we just get a little voiceover that's like, his body was never found. <laughs> Some say he escaped. Others say he did not. <laughs> yeah. But it means that his fate was kind of ambiguous, which, and then it goes on to explain that like mother rabbits, when their children were misbehaving, were like, hey, be nice or General Woodward's going to get you because you know that he's out there somewhere. That's creepy. Very, like James and the Giant Peach. They never did find that rhino. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But- we have gone into the future where we see that the Warren is thriving. There are lots of baby rabbits around, lots of mother rabbits. Everybody's eating grass, hanging out in the sun, having a great time. Yeah. And we hear a mother telling the story of El Harahara. <laughs> and we see Hazel, who is old and has like a little gray muzzle. Yeah, it's great as eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Little... And his little gray face. Yeah. And then there's a a vision of the black rabbit comes up to him and asks yeah. if he'd like to join his Ausla. Yeah. He says, we should be glad to have you. I and you'll know. like it. He says, if you're ready. Yeah. Which is really cute. I know. He's not like, I've come for you. He's just like, hey, man, like, I, I think you would have a better time here. I see that you're tired. Yeah. You've lived a long time. You're welcome to join us. Yeah. And Hazel, like, looks back at the Warren and he doesn't even say anything. He just like looks back at all these rabbits and the black rabbit is like, they're going to be fine. Yeah. You saw to that. You know, mm -hmm. you made sure that they were going to be okay and they're going to be happy and healthy and they're going to live for a long time. You don't have to worry about them. And Hazel then looks back at him and he's just like, okay. And he just lays down in the grass, takes a couple of deep breaths and then he dies. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah. <sighs> you see his little like spirit sketch rise up out of his body and then he and the black rabbit go frolicking off into the sky together into the sun yeah <laughs> it's so sweet it's so sweet and then we get the little like frith voiceover again of him saying you will have a thousand enemies and if they catch you they'll kill you but they have to catch you first mm -hmm. and it's just very cute yeah it was a a well done, my good and faithful servant moment, you yeah. know, of just like, you've done your job. You did a great job and you get to live your life and diet of old age. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. fought so hard for this and I look know. at everything that you've created and this life that you've made for everybody else. And it's so sweet. I know. The only thing that I was like, man, I wish that, you know, because it wasn't like sudden like the black rabbit approached hazel and was talking to him they're having a conversation and i wish that hazel had gotten to like say goodbye to fiverr you know yeah. just be like hey i'm going i love you i'm out but i'm sure that fiverr knew yeah that's true yeah. yeah he probably got the vision and was like oh you know hazel's dead but he's okay but, but it was a good death yeah yeah and it was it was just so sweet you know he's just like yeah okay he wasn't like scared or sad or anything he's just like yeah everything's good and they're gonna be okay and he just lays down and dies and i cried so much I but know. like a good kind of i was so happy for him yeah 
Because, I mean, all the shit, you know, <laughs> he yeah, almost he got eaten by a cat. He got so shot hard. in the leg. like, And he still got to live to be an old bunny with gray eyebrows. I know. <laughs> yeah, they really, I do wish that they had followed up on Fiverr. Yeah, they kind of, after he has his vision in the Warren, that's it. You don't hear from him again. Yeah. And I wish, too, that they had let you know for sure that, like, hasn't, like, got safely back yeah. Because it seems like she leads the dog there and she knows where to go in. So she just kind of jumps in. And right. The other, but they don't. It's just attacking green eyed brown Ephrafa rabbits. So I'm like, any one of these could be Hesinthlay. I don't know that it is right. or not. So I was yeah. worried about her. Yeah. They didn't really follow up on anybody else. But this was the point where I was like, oh, I guess Hazel was the main character. Yeah, because it definitely reason, paints it as Fiverr in the beginning. Yeah, for some reason I was like, yeah, Fiverr is the main character of this. But it's not. Like, Hazel really is doing everything. Yeah. We're more concerned with yeah. what he's up to. But I didn't realize it until the end of the movie, which was weird. Same. But I think <laughs> it's because Fiverr is the first rabbit that we meet. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, Hazel is the supporting character. And they don't really... The two of them are the main characters right yeah and then yeah there is just kind of a shift where it's like we're not even paying attention to fiverr anymore yeah it's just about hazel so but also i mean it kind of follows like hazel's path as the leader Mm because at first they're all like oh that'll be the day when i call you hazel raw yeah and then they do and then yeah the day came (laughs) that is it that's the day that's the movie it's so good it is good it is definitely a replay yeah absolutely i wasn't sure going in yeah you know i was like I, all i know is that it is intense and sad yeah and about and so rabbits. i don't know if i'll see it again but i liked it yeah i want to read the book again and then i'll probably watch the movie again yeah because yeah like i said at the beginning i want all the details yeah so did it make you cry yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i cried twice when you think that big wig is dead mm-hmm. in the snare and then when hazel dies and they were two very different like kinds yeah. of sad yeah so yeah just so emotional mm-hmm. there were so many points where i was like ah. no <laughs> just from i i will cry from being tense yeah yeah you, it's just you gotta pretty often let it out <laughs> it's too much pressure in your face i know so. i read the book the the room have you read that no not the movie and not the room actually it's room yeah but, but no. there the end of it is so tense and it was a book i was reading not even like a movie yeah that i cried just because yeah. I was like, ah. yeah, there's too much yeah. pent up stored in my too much muscles. suspense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that was me for this movie. I feel you. So it came out October nineteenth, nineteen seventy eight, in the UK. Mm-hmm. It had a budget of two point four million. They just don't keep track of their box office, I guess, because the internet was like, meh. There's <laughs> two movies in a row where they're just like, I don't know how much it made. A lot, I guess. Yeah. The only information that I could find about it was Jake Eberts, who was the financier for the movie, said that the investors who put up the 50000 development finance fee got their money back with interest, plus an additional 450000 making a total of 10 times their investment. Nice. And other investors in the film reportedly received a ter- a return of 5,000% on their investment. So, yeah. you know. It, it did well. It did well. Yeah. That's all we know. Good. And it has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think yeah, is fair. You yeah. know, I can understand people going in thinking, oh, cute little me, you know, and then being like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, and if any points, if I were to take any points off, it's just that I want to know more about some things. Yeah. 
you know it could have expanded more there's a lot going on yeah but there's i feel like there is already a lot going on for you know a movie with words i've never heard before i don't know that they could have added much more yeah so when the film was first submitted to the british board of film classification they gave it a u Mm. which is suitable for all ages similar to the mpaa's g rating right they decided that whilst the film may move children emotionally during the film's duration, it could not seriously trouble them once the spell of the story is broken, and a U certificate was therefore quite appropriate. Hmm. However, it was it is a controversial choice. And in 2012, they acknowledged that it had received complaints about the suitability of Watership Down at U almost every year since its classification. <laughs> Everyone's like, mm, are you sure? G, G like, does seem like yes. maybe PG? Yeah. Like PG-13 seems strong. Right. Maybe like (laughs) PG-10. Right. Parental guidance, I think. You know, make sure someone is there watching with your children. Don't just set them loose with this movie. But they're like, you know what? Kids are tough and they can handle it and they'll be fine once they realize that it's just a movie. I'm like, I don't know that that's true, but okay. In a retrospective review in 2018, Ed Power of The Independent characterized the film as a classic that also arguably traumatized an entire generation. Ah, yes. We have those here as well. Uh Uh-huh. Land before time. (laughs) It's our speciality. Yep. So some of the actors, like we talked about, John Hurt, Mm, who is in V for Vendetta, also he voices Hazel in this movie. He also voiced Aragorn in the animated Lord of the Rings, if you've ever seen it. I haven't. It's also terrifying. I believe that. We should watch it sometime. Okay. He's an alien and he's the motherfucking horned king. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. Who knew? Well, damn. Uh-huh. How could that happen? I don't know. Hazel and the horned king. But we can add another and a- another string. <laughs> on our string board of connections. Speaking of strings on our string board of connections, Roy Kinnear, who voices Pipkin, was also Mr. Salt and Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, shit. So the little... Fuzzy, round, nervous rabbit. That must be what that guy just looks like. Mr. Salt. Yeah, he pretty much Round does. and nervous, because that's what Mr. Salt was. Uh-huh. What business he in, Salt? Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Veruca, darling, sweetheart. <laughs> and then Nigel Hawthorne, who voices Captain Campion, is Professor Porter in the Tarzan movie. Mm. And he's also Fluter Flam in the Black Cauldron. Great. So Flutter all Flam. kinds of fun crossovers here yeah god the black cauldron versus watership down (laughs) right (laughs) like the rabbits would win oh absolutely so they made a tv show in 1999 where john hurt and richard Bryars, who voiced hazel and fiverr respectively Mm. came back to voice general woundwort and a new character named general broom respectively and it featured the animal noise talents of our boy frank welker is he? I don't know if he's still my boy. After he was the anaconda, he's the anaconda. <laughs> everyone, this is a wide release episode and not a Patreon episode, but we covered anaconda on our Patreon, and I don't know if any of you recall what that snake sounds like, but our boy Frank Welker voiced it. It sounds like a screaming lady. <laughs> it's just Frank Welker being like, "I think I know what a snake on fire sounds like." <laughs> Maybe when they're on fire, they scream. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, I don't. I'm. I'm back well, on the I fence. I still love him about Frank Welker. He's prolific, if nothing else. That's true. Can't argue against that. So the movie pretty closely follows the book 
they just cut a bunch of stuff out, but they didn't like change anything really, yeah. except for maybe like the order in which things happen. Yeah, just to make it fit into an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But the book came out in 1972 by a man named Richard Adams, who this was his first novel, but then he wrote a bunch of other things, including a novel called Shardick about a giant bear. Oh, shit. So, you know, Stephen King fans. All things serve the beam. That's true. He submitted Watership Down to seven different publishing companies mm. before he almost gave up and was like, man, fucking, I'll just self-publish it, I guess. But he yeah. found this guy named Rex Collings, who was a one-man publishing operation, and Rex was like, I'll do it. Hell yeah. But then afterwards, Collings like wrote to one of his friends and said, I've just taken on a novel about rabbits, one of them with extrasensory perception. Do you think I'm mad? <laughs> and his friend was probably like, yeah, dude, what's wrong with you? But- it's such a good book. They printed as many copies as they could afford at the time, which was 2,500, oh. which all sold out immediately. Oh, hell yeah. And they're like, shit, I guess we'll do it some more. But it's very cute because the original story started out when Richard Adams had to take his two daughters on a very long drive. He was like, I'm taking you to Avon by the Sea to see this lady named Judy Dench in a oh. performance of Twelfth Night. Okay. And they were like, cool that's far away you better tell us a story on the way Aww. and he was like okay shit uh it's about these rabbits and their <laughs> names are mm, hazel and mm, uh, imagine him just looking around the car seeing a five pound note and just be like fiverr i don't know <laughs> yes so he starts telling this story and they liked it so much that he would keep expanding on it every day when he took them to school and eventually they were like you have to write this down yeah and he's like, okay. It took him 18 months to write it all down, but he did it. Yeah, I mean, it was probably all jumbled and floating around in his brain. Yeah, and, you know, you got to tighten it up a little bit. Yeah. But he did it. Somebody, you know, anytime anybody asks him, be like, is this a children's book? Because you wrote it for your kids. And he said, it's not a children's book. It's a book. And anyone who wants to can read it. Any book is a children's book if the kid can read. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just thought that was really cute. And then later, you know, he said... So he was 52 when he wrote this. He had a whole other career. Like oh. he was in the army and he oh. was like a civil servant. And nice. then he's 52 years old and his kids convince him to write down this story. And he said, I was 52 and I discovered I could write. I wish I'd known a bit earlier. Aww. I never thought of myself as a writer until I became one. And then he, him, his own success to inspire himself for the rest of his life. Yeah. He said, I try to look at it in a positive way to say to myself, look at Watership Down. If you can do that, you can do any ruddy thing. Aww. Of course, you can't expect to have another success like that, but it does give you the confidence and the enjoyment to go on writing. Cute. Which is adorable. Yes. In 96, he wrote a sequel called Tales from Watership Down that tells more like El Ahrara stories yeah. and then just stories about like the rabbit's and their lives after, you know, they defeat the Ephrepha rabbits. Mm -hmm. It talks about how Campion takes over Ephrepha, and then eventually they make a third warren because both of theirs are getting too crowded, and so they send a lady. They're like, go, take some rabbits, make a new warren, and oh, they yeah. all just are like this network of oh, rabbits yeah. that hang out and help each other out, and it's nice. really cute. Rabbit thruple. Yes. <laughs> it... Then got remade into a four-episode television series on Netflix in 2018 mm -hmm. that I kind of want to watch because James McAvoy is Hazel, oh. John Boyega is Bigwig, oh. and Ben Kingsley is Woundwort. Oh. There's a bunch of other people in it that are really great. Uh, Rosamund Pike's in it. Oh. Um, Nicholas Holt is Fiverr. Oh. Rory Kinnear is in it, who is Roy Kinnear's son. Yeah. So there's just like that family connection. It's just... That's it's so a cute. stacked cast. Yeah, yeah I didn't even great. know that was made until I started, you know, looking this up and it kept yeah. being like 2018. Right. And I'm like, no, no. 
78. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last bit of trivia, which is the cutest shit I have ever heard, is you may know that Dungeons and Dragons came out in 1974. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was real hype about it. And then this book came out in 76 and it inspired a D&D spinoff called Bunnies and Burrows. Oh my God, B&B. Yes. <laughs> Holy like, well, shit. shit. I want to play that. Yeah, me too. That sounds so cute. I know. So it didn't quite take off, obviously, as much as D&D did. I think there's only one edition of B&B. But yeah. if we could track one down somewhere, I think that would be... That would be so fun. So cute. If we ever play Humblewood, we should just play as bunnies. Yeah. Just all of us. <laughs> just me bunnies. and you. you Maybe be... one big, loud Eastern European seagull. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll Perfect be... landing. I'll be Fiverr. I'll just be like, I feel a feeling in my toe. <laughs> Perfect. It'll be so great. No one will be annoyed by that at all. Yeah. I mean, that's what I live for. (laughs) That's it. That's all. I love it so much. I do too. I love finding these movies that I could have watched when I was a kid and probably would have enjoyed as a child and I'm not watching until now. Yeah. Like Dark Crystal and this one. Yeah. And Little Princess. I don't know. I think if I had watched this as a kid, I would be like, that's I'm good on that. I mean, I, you know, watching never ending story that one traumatized me enough that i was like i'm good forever actually yeah but you watched Slam before time multiple times i did i don't know there's i don't know i don't know what it is what the difference is for me but yeah this one's a cartoon so maybe it would have been okay maybe there's a lot of blood though yeah there's not blood in never ending story though nope so who knows yeah i don't know what your little tiny meat wedge maybe i was too young like yeah. i was so young when i watched land before time that i was just like well that was sad but it was good and then yeah. i was older than i watched i don't know i don't know me neither but i love this movie and i'm glad that we watched it me too i love world building i yes. love new creation stories yes. especially ones that involve animals like when we did operation dumbo drop and they were telling the origin story that yeah. the vietnamese people yeah believed the in. elephant is the father of god yeah with the elephant i was like that's fucking tight mm-hmm. i love shit like that yeah this is cool and i like the that he makes up a whole language for these rabbits mm-hmm, me too and they have so much like culture and history and they love storytelling mm-hmm. and poetry yeah you know and it's just like it's cool yeah it's so cool yeah i agree yeah it makes me really want to go read it and see yeah the bits that i missed Still don't want to have a rabbit, though. I, you know, I like them, and they're so soft, and it's, uh, I don't know, just really hit or miss for me. It's been an interesting experience the two times. I yeah. I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast, but the one rabbit that I had was great. She was so cute. Yeah. And then Hobson was like, fuck you. And then you. Hobson was mean. But also, <laughs> I don't know, he was not fixed, so oh, that true. might have had a lot to do with it. He was like... <laughs> mates he was so frustrated yeah you don't have any mates (laughs) no mates no chicks (laughs) (laughs) well if you want to tell us your stories about rabbits you can find us on the internet and do that we're at replay rewind podcast at gmail.com we're at replay rewind pod on twitter you can go to our instagram replay rewind podcast and there's a link in our bio that will lead you to all of our other things also we have a coffee page where you can buy individual episodes we have a red bubble where you can buy goofy shit and we have a patreon where you can sign up for bonus episodes every tuesday we'll shout your name out on the show we'll send you a sticker we'll love you eternally we'll tell all of our friends how much we appreciate you 
I'll get your name on my gravestone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Who gives a shit? <laughs> if you want to listen to our other episodes, you can check them out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, all of those. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability to like and subscribe, do it. Share the episodes with your friends. Rate them. Send it to somebody. I don't know. You know, whatever. Get the word out. We're doing our best here. But it's just the two of us doing all this work. In a pod cave. In a cave. So it helps out. What are we talking about? I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> what are we talking about next week? Next week, we're going to talk about a young boy and his little sister struggled to survive in Japan during World War II. Oh, great. That'll be happy and fun. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Hey, real quick. What month is it? March Sadness. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking terrible. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, stay fresh. Cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and repopulate your burrow. <laughs> <laughs> What sound does a rabbit make? <clears throat> Do they make sounds? When they die. Oh, God. You no. ever heard a rabbit die? No. I have. Hobson screamed when he died. Oh, God. It was unsettling. And he, he just died. He just died. <laughs> he just died? <laughs> yeah. I was. Like, nothing attacked him. He was just like, oh, he was I'm in old. his cage. Yeah. He wasn't old. Oh. He just gave up. I mean, rabbits hearts give out sometimes if they get at all upset yeah, or frightened. You can Same thing with birds. Scare them to death. Because mm-hmm, they're already going so fast. Yeah. He was just upstairs in his cage and just went ah! <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. I know and I was sitting there I was like what the fuck and all the animals went upstairs to check it out so I was like I guess I'll go check it out and he was just dead. Oh my god. Uh-huh. He just died. And then he just died. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 